0: It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie, mitchy Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic,
1: talking big red. Unleash the fury, Mitch.
0: Unleash the
1: fury! On Hale Varsity Radio.
0: We'll get to some of the stream birthday wishes for one Connor. Clark, Krishmid, Elijah Herbal. And Connor Clark back in studio. Hale Varsity Roadshow. We're here at Pius the 10th in front of Pius in Omaha Central, the A6 District Boys Final, who is headed of the state. We welcome in with the athletic Mitch Sherman joins us, at Mitch Sherman on Twitter, and we always like playing this game. Mitch, where are you at as we talk to you?
1: I'm standing in my living room.
0: So okay.
1: Not too exciting for you.
0: That's windy, all right.
1: too windy to be outside and 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 cold and uh not at any kind of a game or venue so you get the boring answer
0: that's fine you have not made it down to your barroom corner yet
1: <laughs> no no that's really generally just for taping podcasts or uh or uh <laughs> you know, engaging in uh in any kind of drinking activities
0: okay well g- good work mitch uh let's talk a little bit here uh about uh some college football thoughts there's some hubbub on social media, and I want to get your reaction to, to both teams that, that are being talked about. It's late February uh, when we talk Big Ten potential expansion before we get into really awesome story by you on Fred Hoiberg and Nebraska basketball uh, that you uh, did for the Athletic here in just a moment. But two names, uh, Notre Dame, not uh, an unfamiliar name that has been talked about with the Big Ten as a potential ad. Uh, Notre Dame's not had to join a conference, but that window may be closing just with the uh, unstableness of college mm-hmm. football. And the other name, start with a and and m to the Big Ten. There's an Oklahoma uh, sports personality that says he has <clears throat> contacts in Texas and in Chicago, so those are the two places he's citing. Uh not okay. publicly, but anonymously, uh, how does a and m grab you along with the Irish to the big Ten
1: okay well and and i'm i'm just this is just pure instant reaction on both of those, and what I would say about a and m is you never underestimate how much the Aggies hate Texas, so <laughs> this is all just a ruse to make Texas fans upset <laughs> well. What I'm saying is a m got away from Texas and was thrilled about it, jumped into the SEC, said, "Hey, look at us, we're in a better league than you now. We get more money from TV revenue. You can take your longhorn network and do you know what with it, all of that. And then a few years later, here comes Texas jumping jumping along and and never mind, you know not to mention the fact that Texas just played in the college football playoffs as they as they come in the door to the SEC, so um, you know things are things are going well in in um, Austin, while while they're not so much in College Station. Despite the fact that the Aggies were the one with all their SEC money who hired Jimbo Fisher a few years ago and and you know set the world on fire with that contract, well, it didn't it didn't work out. So. That's my initial reaction to Texas A&M. You, I, and, uh, immediately, I would say that's crazy. I mean, you, why would you leave the SEC? They're perfect geographically for it. Even better geographically for it now, with uh, with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. But um, they might just despise Texas that much that they don't want anything to do with them. So we're going to go to the other league. Uh, and then, uh, although that's there's there's a there's a few leaps there that would have to happen. That's all <laughs> theoretical. And then and then with with Notre Dame, yeah, I mean. The, the writing has never been on the wall more that if you want to be at the, at the upper level, if you want to be in the, in the top echelon of college football, you, you need to play in one of these two leagues in the big 10 or, or the SEC. So Notre Dame can do it. And they, they're the one program, I think, that can, that can get by without uh, being a, you know, being a member of one of these two and you can still be relevant and you can still win national championships and you can still recruit and, and compete for the best players but it's not going to be as easy because, you know, my understanding of the way things are going to work and it's all fluid because the, you know, now the the playoff wants to expand again beyond we haven't gotten to 12 yet and and they want to expand again. Um, But it's, it's certainly going to be more difficult to get a buy if you're not a conference champion. So it's harder to win a national championship. If you have to win an extra game and maybe that will be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back on, on sending Notre Dame into a conference. And and it always has been if Notre Dame was going to join a conference um, that, that, you know, I know about the affiliation with the ACC and the scheduling agreement, but the reality is if you want to Notre Dame, if I think if it was ever going to fully jump on board in a conference in football, it would, it would be the big 10. When you think of these two schools, Mitch, Notre Dame, Texas, A&M, both would be splashes, By the Big Ten to add first to go get Notre Dame, a team that's been independent for forever, that has refused to join a conference time and time again. If you're able to pull them from the ranks of the independent into the Big Ten, I think that sends a message. And if you go down and get a Texas school and open up the state of Texas to recruiting from the Big Ten, pulling them from the SEC, the other big conference power in the country. I mean, what type of national message does this send if the Big Ten does, in fact, go grab Texas A&M and Notre Dame and add them to the ranks of the Big Ten? Well, I want to stress again that this is like hypothetical. highly hypothetical. <laughs> so, um, but if it were to ever happen, yeah, it's a it's a huge power play for for the Big Ten, um, it, it especially. Well, but both of them for their for their for for separate reasons. In the case of Notre Dame, it's because that's the Notre Dame has has been the the unattainable uh, prize that that all conferences at at at, at some point or another. Have coveted and no one's been able to to reel it in. It's the big fish out there. And then with a And M, you're talking about huge money, huge alumni base, huge recruiting base. And and I, and I think if if one of these leagues, either the the SEC or the Big Ten, were to ever poach a team from the other conference, um, that would be, that would that would be a big that'd be a big win. That would be like 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 you know landing a missile on your in in your opponent's capital or something like that. I mean you you um you, it would be viewed as 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 a seismic move. Um it, really any SEC program if 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 Mississippi State were to which isn't happening, were to leave the SEC for the Big 10, you know that's a wow, you know you you pulled a you pulled a a school out of your out of your arch rivals um nest. But uh, A&M, yeah, it, it would be on a, on a level that's, that's much higher than, than, than many of the programs in the SEC. Mitch Sherman is with us on Hill Varsity Radio. And real quick here, Mitch, as we transition into your, your basketball story, another hypothetical to throw at you. Are you pro or against the, the huge conversation that's been happening about potentially expanding the NCAA tournament, not the college football playoff, but the NCAA basketball tournament? I'm not really in favor of it. I mean, I think it's inevitable that the the college football playoffs going to get bigger, and it is getting bigger, and it'll probably get bigger beyond that. And um, it it depends on the future of the NCAA, I guess. With basketball, football is not dependent on the NCAA because it it has never run the college football postseason, the the major postseason. But if if the NCAA is a sinking ship, you know, maybe maybe it's a sign of desperation, you know, bring in, bring in more money with, with another 32 games or, or whatever it would be. Uh, or actually would it be six, another 64 games. Uh, I guess if you're, if you're going up to 128, I, or you could expand, to, you know, 80 or 90 teams. I don't know. I, I, I like it where it is. Um, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think it would devalue the, um, the significance of winning in the postseason if there's 100-plus teams that make it. So right now, it really still means something. I mean, if you're Kansas or Kentucky, maybe it doesn't. But for most programs, it really means something. I mean, certainly for Nebraska, it would it would be monumental to win a game in the NCAA tournament. And I think you lose a little bit of that, that value if you just continue to expand the tournament to the point where, um, you know, uh, a, a 16 and 12 team or a, or, a, or, a, or a you know 15 and 13 team can get in without sweating it much.
0: Mitch Sherman's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. We're on the road here at Pius in front of Omaha Central and the Bolts. They tip off at 6:30. Mitch with the athletic at Mitch Sherman. Mitch, uh, you have a story that's published with the athletic. Nebraska big win Sunday against Minnesota. Uh, what, what were you able to observe as you were at PBA checking out covering the game and a uh, pretty uh, big moment for Fred Hoiberg in Nebraska to notch that 20th win and so far this week uh, good feels about their spot in the NCAA?
1: Yeah, I saw a team that looked like an NCAA tournament team. You know, Nebraska didn't get a great shooting night from most of its top shooters and, and still that game was, was comfortable um, for the most part, I mean, it was ugly in the first half, but Nebraska played light, and this is a good Minnesota team that they were playing. I mean, they, they, what, it was not the bottom of the uh, of the Big Ten um, as far as the opponent out there. I mean, Nebraska handled handled that game, you know, like it, like we've seen Nebraska teams handle, um, uh, you know, like like a mid-major or a low-major team in in December, and that's not a knock on Minnesota. That's a credit to what N- Nebraska is doing right now and, and the level that Nebraska is playing at, and the quality of basketball that Nebraska is playing at home. And the last time the Huskers went on the road, they, they played that kind of basketball. So I, I you know, it, it always looks better. Things always look better when you're, when you're flying high. And, and they, and they, and they tend to be exaggerated on the other side when, when you're going through a skid. Right now, Nebraska is the hottest team in the Big Ten, so it all looks really good. And you know, they're they're going to encounter some more bumps in the road this year. And this team is starting to show some resilience to to, um, to get me uh, to the point where I'm confident in believing that they're going to get over those humps. And they're going to be a they're going to be a very tough out. Um, Nebraska, you know, I think is is going to make it to the big dance, and you know, we'll find out real quick. If history is made with this group, this is the group that can finally produce a victory. Um, no matter what happens, they're not going to be easy um, the way they're playing now for, for anyone to beat, no matter the Huskers' seed.
0: Mitch, about 20 seconds. What's coming up from you with the athletic, bud? Just continuing
1: to juggle things with uh, with football and hoops. So we'll see where the week goes. And uh, Nebraska hoops are going to be fun to watch uh, tomorrow night in, in Columbus. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be some, uh, some more happenings with, uh, with football as Matt Rule's team makes it through Matt drills and heads, heads closer to spring break and the, the start of spring practice on the 24th of March.
0: Mitch, always appreciate you. Uh, thanks for joining us today.
1: All right, thanks for having me, guys.
0: There he is, Mitch Sherman with us from The Athletic. Uh, just a shameless plug, catch the latest edition of the Average Joe Sports Show podcast. Uh, Mitch was uh, positioned in his bar And uh, hilarity ensued. We had a good old time. We'll dive into some more football thoughts. uh, Chasing 3, the latest episode from Nebraska football.